0: Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Cal Richie on line. Cal, how are you? Well, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. You do some amazing work. So, why don't you share with the audience some of the work that you're doing and, and we'll dive into the conversation?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I guess the best thing I'm known for is an app called Strides. It's for tracking your progress on goals and habits. And then uh, I'm all about progress. I guess I have makeprogress.com as well, which is a, a newsletter and a, and a course for goal setting.
0: I'm a big fan of goal setting. And I find that if you write them down, and follow them and have them where you can see them, uh, you're gonna be more motivated and reminded to work on them because in life, especially during a pandemic, there's so many things that are grabbing our attention that we get pulled away from what we wanna do. You know, We get kinda, I don't wanna say sucked in, but we do. We get sucked into elections and new presidents and the news and the pandemic and all these other things that are going on. And it takes us off course. And for me, I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to be doing for me, for my business, for my personal life, relationships, all of that? I stay in those lanes. doesn't mean I'm ignoring what's going on in the world, but it means if I stay on my road, then the path to where I want to get to, I'm more likely going to get to it instead of pulling off at the side and and looking and seeing, okay, what's going on in the world kind of thing. Yep.
1: Totally agree. Yeah. I, I actually called the uh, goal setting course on the right path for that very reason, <laughs> because it, yeah, it's focusing on values and, and prioritization and, and kind of, you know, sorting and filtering things a little bit and then, you know, figuring out what matters to you most. I mean, you know, you can, you can still, uh, you can still pay attention. Like you said, to other things, you don't have to be completely oblivious to everything, but it's a lot easier to focus. I find when you have a clear perspective on the values and the things kind of driving, you know, the foundational stuff that helps so much, so much.
0: So why did you launch the business? I always, whenever I talk with authors or business leaders that uh, created a business, uh, not many of them, of course, left a nine to five or some type of job to launch something. So what motivated you to do it? So I
1: uh, I was wrapping up uh, an engineering degree, systems engineering, in 2008. So it was kind of at the bottom of the of that recession and it was... Uh, most of the people in that industry were going into manufacturing and that was one of the hardest hit industries. So I just kind of saw the writing on the wall as I was wrapping up and thinking about getting internships and stuff. And I was like, well, I had been building some websites in college. And so I thought, let me just see if I can make this work instead. And. Uh, Fast forward a couple of years, i actually working full time on it after senior design projects, everything wrapped up in graduation and barely making anything in the beginning. I just didn't ever get a full time job. I just kind of slowly built things up and kind of lived lean and kept things frugal and simple and uh, slowly but surely built the, the web business up and then um the app store had come out as well. And so I started uh, kind of dabbling in some uh, some apps as well, and then ended up selling all my websites, my web businesses, and completely shifted over to the, the focus of the software and applications. And Strides was the big one. I, I built six or seven different things, but that was the one that I liked the whole time. Started it back in 2011. So it's been about nine and a half years or so. Um, and it was really just a scratch your own itch kind of thing. I just wanted an app to track goals and habits. I couldn't find anything. And, you know, I I love to-do list apps. I like calendar apps and note-taking apps and all these, but I just couldn't find something to, to zoom out a little bit and have that bigger picture. And so, um, it resonated with people and I just kind of gradually improved it and, uh, you know, put rolled, I, I was actually rolling the revenue and all the profit of it back into the business to develop faster um, from the very beginning. And then once I sold the web businesses, I needed an income again. <laughs> so, so I started taking a little bit of a cut from it, but, uh, but yeah, just, it's been a lot of fun just building it up and improving.
0: You, so a couple of things that jumped out at me, number one, uh, back in the great recession of 2008, how so many, businesses were launched during that very difficult time and it reminds me of you know what we're facing you know during you know 2020 and 2021 with this pandemic where i'm excited and optimistic to see you know what product launches are going to be birthed out of this time frame because we know uh, you know so many things like your product for example you know is is great i love I, i love the fact that it's a higher level view of all these connection things because I actually had an interview uh, the other day with somebody that works in the IT field and they're a consultant and and whatnot and they were talking about Microsoft and G Suite and in and, and how those ecosystems are starting they're a lot better than they used to be. You know, you go back years with Microsoft, you know, it's like everything was disjointed. It was like it kind of worked together but it really didn't. And now there there's a an effort to say, okay, here's a system where you can see everything and see how everything connects and you know your software you know does that from a, a goal setting and to-do list and all of these other things because again one of the things with habits and you know this and hopefully you know the people that are listening uh, know this but if not well here here's it goes habits are difficult to implement they take time and the more barriers, whether they're self barriers or tech barriers or just life barriers that get in the way, uh, the less likely you're going to implement that habit. Whether it's trying to lose weight, exercise, you know, cut back on screen time, whatever the case may be. Uh, so, if you have systems like you know your product that makes it easier the likelihood of somebody actually implementing something they want to do is easier because there's not as many hurdles and, and cause then you get frustrated. You're like, you know, it's like, this isn't working. And then you stop. And then that's that. So uh, I'm glad that you had, you know, the insight to say, okay. And again, you birthed this out of something that you're like, I'm not finding out there what I need. So I'm going to develop it. I'm going to make it myself. And you know, it was the same thing for me and the burnout prevention work that I do. I was the first client, was myself because I had my own burnout journey, recovered from it, and like I don't ever want to do that again. What do I need to do in order to prevent that? Looked around, see the same stuff. Pretty much everybody was saying, but there wasn't any concrete. What are some steps I can do? What are, what's the map? What's the roadmap? What are the systems that I need to implement in my life to make sure that? I recognize the signs of burnout and make sure that I don't even approach burnout again. And after doing that, you know, I was like, okay, now looking around, even to this day, you know, there's more people talking about it, but still not a lot of like concrete easily to implement solutions. Uh, everybody says, we'll do this and this and this. And, and it's like, okay, great. Someone may have zero interest in taking up yoga or meditation. I just right. may not do it. I don't recommend it. I'm not against it by any stretch, but I don't recommend it. It's like, okay, do this. Because there are some people, especially executives that I work with, um, getting those individuals to just sit down is not an easy thing to do Um, because that's how they're wired. They're just constantly driven and going Um, and just having them relax. It's like, okay, well, then we got to approach this in a different way. Because if I'm telling you to do something that you physically cannot do right now, it's like asking you know me to say okay you know go you know go outside and build a rocket ship and and compete with SpaceX. Not gonna happen. It's not gonna work. I'm, if I get if I get two feet off the ground, I'll be shocked and then it'll blow up and then that'll be yeah. it. But uh, so I'm not gonna do that. I'll leave that to the experts to you know create the ships that don't blow up and and, and get the payload and people up into space and all that good stuff. So. Again, yeah, so, you know, you know, talk to me about, you know, the, with the clients you've used or the clients you have and people that have used the software, what, you know, what are some things that they've gained from this and, and some, you know, some of the feedback that you get from people that's obviously made the product better?
1: Yeah, so one of the, um, the biggest things, there's four different ways to track things, four different tracker types. And uh, so a lot of things are just like a habit tracker and habit is literally a quarter of strides. And so uh, it's, it's a huge one, it's a really important one. I actually, I was gonna say too, I really liked the article you read, you were talking about how um, rather than just doing yoga or meditation, there was something about uh, choosing like two to three things per week you can do could be hobbies, could be just time to relax, could be something really important with family, you know, whatever it may be. And that's a really common thing that people do in it. And I got a lot of feedback from people um, that they liked the day, week and month and year options being able to say like, I want to do this this many times per, you know, period. And uh, so what I did was I created one called the average tracker, which is the same kind of thing, but instead of doing like checking a box and said, I did it once. Um, or I didn't do it, you know, um, you can actually type in a number. So you can say like, I want to sleep at least seven and a half hours a night, or I want to average this much revenue per month or that kind of thing. And so people really like that. And so I kept expanding on it and uh, made it so there could be things that are like, you know, lower is better. So I want to average this many calories or fewer per day and, and stuff. So just slowly kind of built on it. And there's one called target where you can set like a, a specific goal date and then choose a start value and goal value. And the coolest thing is it'll track your pace. And so there's a little pace line on the progress bar. And so if you're, it'll tell you green or red, are you on track or not to achieve your goal on time? And uh, that was one of the biggest ones because people love, what they, they love seeing, like whether it's a project or a target, they love seeing like being red. Like it's just right there, it's right below the pace. And then they make some progress today and then boom, it just goes from red to green. And they're like, all right, sweet. It almost feels like you achieve the goal each day that happens instead of just achieving it at the very end, which I, it was a huge takeaway. It, was, it wasn't it was something I really like intended in the beginning, but um, that was something that was really fun to see. And and I see that myself all the time. I create project trackers and things where I'm, I'm working on stuff and I'm like, oh, I'm a little behind and then I get on pace and I feel like I just knocked it all out when I'm really 40% of the way done or something with the project. So that's been a really, really powerful, uh, positive motivator to keep going.
0: It makes a lot of sense, especially when people see they're in red, but they look at the green where they can get to, and they go, "Can I do that?" Mm-hmm. And they go, "Yes." They say, "Okay, let me just do this." Whether it's we'll say something as simple as getting 10,000 steps, and you know they look at you know a, a tracker, and they go, "Okay, well I'm at 8640. Okay, can I you know get another 1300 steps in? All right, let me walk around right, you right. know my my condo complex and other." You know, a couple times, or sure. let me yeah. do this, and then they get there and they go, Okay, I accomplished something. And it's lot, it, it, you know, I've heard the phrase gamify things, and you know, it's it, and it is, it's, it's competition with yourself in a way, but it's also a competition of just like, Okay, I want to get better. There's a reason when people download, you know, these types of apps or systems is because they want to improve, they want to make a positive adjustment in their life, and Having tools, again, like yours, that make it really easy and intuitive to use, they can have, the thing is it has a ripple effect on their life. It's like, okay, great, so I establish these better habits and great, okay, now I'm doing those things. Yes, but the ripple effect of doing those things make you healthier, happier, less stressed. That has such a huge impact on every aspect of your life, not just feeling better and having a better digestive system and sleeping better and just being a happier individual, Mm -hmm. everyone around you benefits from that. You know, not only family and loved ones, but people you work with, albeit remotely now, but still it's, they notice there's a difference in your productivity level will improve and you won't be as stressed about certain things. And all of a sudden life Flows, and that's one of the things I, I've noticed, obviously with myself and you know teams that I've worked with and individuals, is when you capture that flow of life and where life is flowing and it doesn't feel like jagged edge type of living, but literally just you know navigating through your days and and having you know moments of okay, I'm going to work on this today, or these are the two or three things I want to do this week, and doing those you feel you really feel in control and you're like, okay, wow, this is great. And it, it just helps improve. And it keeps you, it keeps you focused. Cause again, as I mentioned earlier, there's so many distractions that we can get, you know, off. It's kind of like a dog seeing a squirrel. You know, we could be going about our business, doing whatever. We see a squirrel, all bets are off. We're chasing it, going after it. And, and all of that kind of good stuff. And I have a dog, so I I know what that looks like. Uh, So it, same thing with us. We get distracted. We see a news alert. It's like or this, or if you're a stock market trader, you know all the things that have been going on in the stock market for the past few days, and it's like, what's going on with all of that? It it it, it takes your attention off of what you need to be focusing on, and that's why you know, systems like and apps like you have really make a big difference in keeping people accountable to themselves. And I think that's that's such a big thing that I I think often gets overlooked with all of these apps that people download to improve their lives.
1: I agree. And I want want to mention one thing before I forget. This made me think of uh, something specifically related to burnout. I think uh, one thing that a lot of people have noticed based on feedback and kind of, you know, quantitative stuff and and some qualitative conversations, I've talked to, I think, 15,000 Uh, people. I've done all the email ever since I started the company and I never outsourced that or anything. And uh, it's given me a lot of, you know, a good taste of how people really like see it and feel about it. And one of the things I've noticed is that people are um, hesitant to adjust. And I think like if you get kind of lost in the weeds and you don't realize that this is one little patch of weeds next to one tree that's in a giant forest and don't see the forest from the trees and zoom out a little bit, it's really easy to, uh, for instance, think that like, oh, that goal I set two months ago that's my goal. You know, it's like, it's, it's up to you. Unless it's some, like you said, a board of directors or something we talked about that before the call like that. I mean, if it's somebody, you know, top down pressure, okay, maybe, you know, you might be able to not adjust that goal date or the quarterly target or whatever it is. But, uh, in a lot of cases it's something personal and you can just choose to adjust your expectations. Um, my life, my wife loves to say, when you're stressed, do less. And I love that. Like it's, it's so easy to like get in this vicious cycle where you start to, um, you know, uh, build on it and say like, the only way out is through, I just have to push through this and next week it'll be easier. And and then before you know it, you're burnt out and everything's crazy, you know? And so, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to say, it's really, it's a really important thing to be able to adapt a little bit. And if you start to feel things are slipping or you're not in that smooth control, it starts to become that jagged edge. It's important just to change the goal. If you can, if it's in your power to do it and just lower it a little bit, even if just for temporarily, you know, just do it just for long enough to feel like you can break that cycle and get your life back in, in your control. So. I like how yeah. flexibility with an
0: app, you know? you know, that that makes a lot of sense. And I love that. If you're stressed, do less, that's so critical. And I've seen to, so many people that I've worked with that were on the path to burnout. And so I'm just going to work through it. And I say, like, no, that's not, you no, know, you don't work harder. That's not going to do it. That's just, that's pouring gasoline on a fire. That's not going to work. What you need to do is take a step back and look in. You, you just mentioned something about adjusting your goals. It, your your goals you can adjust them however you want. So if your goal is I want to lose twenty pounds this year, and if you're struggling with it, and of course, you know I always I always find it ironic um, that especially in so many climates, you know, it, New Year's resolutions start in January first, and a, a good chunk of the country you know, has winter and our bodies naturally are going, Hey, it's cold. I need to store things. Exactly. So, we're, we're, you know, so here we are trying to lose weight January 1st and, you know, it's a, you know, we're, we're going up against a brick wall and we're like, how come we're not losing anything? So, well, because your body's going, Hey, we want to, you know, yeah. kind of, we need the energy to store up because have you been outside it's cold okay. and <laughs> yeah, we need some extra insulation. So it's one of those things where I, I tell people, it's like, okay, If you're going to do that, plan for the year, but recognize that the first three months you may or may not have the success. You may want to say, "You know what? I'm going to lose this, but I'm going to start implementing some healthier habits in January." But I'm not going to necessarily weigh myself until April. Just start with the little habits, or say, "Okay, instead of 20 pounds, I want to lose five pounds." Implement the same habits and. With activity and things like that, and eating the right foods for you, then yeah, the weight will come off. And I always remind people too, especially if they're trying to lose a lot of weight. It's like, look, you didn't put all that weight on in two months. You're certainly not going to lose it in right. two months, or at least keep it off. I mean, you could do you know what you know boxers and you know MMA fighters do to cut weight and all that stuff. You know, they drink some things, and all of a sudden they lose a bunch of water weight. And it's like, sure congratulations. But guess what? Tomorrow you're going to wake up and it's all going to be back. It's like, you don't want that. So, you know, the sustainable changes, there's things that you get implement over time. So that, that's, you know, I love the fact that, you know, that, that the app does that. So, so someone downloads, you know, your app, what are some things that they should be focusing on first to do? Cause I know there's a lot of things in it, but what are some things that they should you know really focus on first to ease into things uh, depending on obviously what they need to do Yeah.
1: I like, um, I really like the idea of, uh, almost looking at it like kind of a, like a two by two, like a little matrix. Um, there are things that are new to you and there are things that are old or, you know, things that you've done for a long time, right? There are things that are hard and there are things that are easy. And if you kind of look at all those, I like to kind of balance the, those four squares. So for instance, uh, for me, like drinking water is no big deal. I don't know why I've just, I've never had some people I talk to are like, I can't drink three glasses of water in a day if I try and I need 10 reminders. And for me, I drink six every day and I yeah right and i but for me i barely remember it you know you like this kind of thing or sorry for me i always remember it and so like these these kind of things like where you if you feel like something's super super easy i think that's a really important thing to keep track of to feel like that's under control to recognize it's not like everything's out of control i'm not behind pace or off track or confused or feeling like something is you know difficult or uphill battle with everything i'm doing so it's important i think to have like an easy win i guess is what i'm saying Another thing, though, I think is to have something that's a challenge, kind of an audacious, like, you know, really inspiring kind of goal. And that's usually something I I would do that's long term. So I like to have one thing that's like a daily habit. that's just an easy, I probably do it every time anyway. I'm just going to get that easy win. And then one thing that's kind of hard longer term. And then a couple things in the middle, things that are, you know, maybe they're a newer behavior, but it's not that hard. Like one example, I know I talked to someone, it was, um, you know, obviously you don't want to start out like a Navy SEAL fitness training regimen if you haven't worked out in 10 years. Right. But if you're if you've been playing sports all your life and you're really into that kind of stuff and you've just kind of fallen off the wagon a little bit and you want to get back into it, exercise may be an easy thing for you. But what you choose is really important. So having a couple of medium things where it's like it's a, it's a maybe an existing behavior, but it's a little bit challenging, or it's a brand new behavior, but it's a really low level, easy version of it. And so I like to kind of cover those, and that's a really good starting point because if you have a uh, if you cover that spectrum, it's a lot easier to uh, feel good the whole time because you're more likely to succeed with at least two or three of those four things. Um, and then the hard one is such a long time frame; you're not going to feel on a given, you know, daily basis that it's like, oh, I messed up today. And that's the whole problem, right? You can catch up, you know. So I think it's good just to kind of set yourself up, kind of tee yourself up for success from the beginning in that way. And then over time, you can kind of, you know, build on it, add more things.
0: I love the analogy you just said. It's like you know, there's setbacks in things, and you're going to have good days. You're going to have challenging days, just like in professional sports. You don't win every game, right. uh, you know. You, you know, if you're like, you know, unless you're like Coach K at Duke, yeah, you win majority yeah. of your games. Yeah, right? you know? yeah I, I was thinking, uh, just completely derailed the conversation just for a second. You know, I, was, I was thinking about him for some reason. I, I, he came to mind, and it was, and how. You know he's been the coach at Duke since the '80s, and I'm like do, doing the math there. I'm going, I I don't like that math because I was you know a teenager in the '80s, and now we're you know where we are now. Going, yeah, that's a pretty big gap. It's like, but wait a minute, Coach K has been at Duke that whole time, and it, it's it, it's one of those things where, in his situation. Time and time again, systems go implement. You know, you you win some games, you lose some games, and things like that. But the the consistency is there, and with habit tracking and things like that, you'll get consistent with it if you if you put the time into it. And it's gonna feel funny at first if you haven't been doing it, but you get into the habit of things. And then it'll become as automatic as all the routine habits you have in the morning or when you go to bed. There's things that many of us do that we have done forever. And you just add those things to it. And it makes such a huge difference in your life. And in and, and having you know a tool like yours to be able to guide them in a way that is intuitive but easy to use, I think, is a big thing.
1: Yeah, that's been a big focus. I, I, from the very start, I was kind of targeting... Uh, I remember uh, Simon Sinek, he has that uh, like the innovation curve thing that he talks about. And it was targeting early adopters in the beginning, for sure. It was just the people who were willing to just try anything, wanted all the kind of geeking out. You know, they wanted all the flexibility and control and all the settings you could imagine. But I didn't want it to be bloated and complicated. Like, I, I didn't want it to be like a Photoshop kind of app where you open it up and there's just like toolbars everywhere and a million buttons and a hundred fields for every, every option, you know. And so I tried to keep it as simple as I could for development, but also more importantly for the user experience. And, and, uh, so simple yet flexible has kind of been the, the guiding principle, of the North star the whole time. And, uh, I think one of the, um, one of the most interesting things too, is that once, uh, once people get into it for a while, there are people who like, I have probably 15 to 20 things that I track each day that kind of come up as due today. Um, some are goals, some are habits, some are easy wins, some are more challenging things, projects, that kind of thing. But there are people, um, Like I just talked to someone who had 72 trackers. Uh, I've talked to people that have over a hundred. Some people track like there was one that was a personal trainer that has like two or 300 trackers because they track all the different uh, exercises and one rep maxes and things for all their clients. So they have, you know, two, 20 or 30, you know, trackers for each of their clients and stuff. So it's really cool to think that like that can still expand and kind of scale for people, but it's definitely good to start with just a few, (laughs) start with just a few and then build over time. Like you said, so.
0: Yeah, the, the takeaway from this is don't line up with 200 things to track. That's all you're going to be doing is tracking things instead of doing things. It's like start really small, add accordingly, and you'll make a big difference. But that's a great way uh, for them to keep track of things you know, for their clients as well to use it. in, in that type of thing is you know, kind of a, a CRM type of system you know as well. It's just really innovative of that person to be able to do that. So Kyle, I've loved our conversation today. Where can people find out more about you, this wonderful app? and everything else you're doing.
1: Thanks, Jimmy, too. Uh, so stridesapp.com is the, uh, the website for the, the app itself. And then makeprogress.com is kind of like my portfolio site. So.
0: Awesome. And I'll definitely have that in the show notes. So, Kyle, thanks again for all the work that you're doing. And, and congratulations and continued success.
1: Okay, You too.
0: Thanks for listening to The, the Breakfast, Breakfast Leadership, Leadership show, show, part of The Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.